quality for manufacturers is something that should really be built into your culture. It should be more than just a, a quality policy kind of posted to your the wall on your manufacturing floor that, that people walk by and don't really ever read. Maybe they can recite it, um, but it's, it's more than that. Welcome to the Manufacturing Executive Podcast, where we explore the strategies and experiences that are driving mid-sized manufacturers forward. Here, you'll discover new insights from passionate manufacturing leaders who have compelling stories to share about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from B2B sales and marketing experts about how to apply actionable business development strategies inside your business. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Manufacturing Executive Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sullivan, and a co-founder of the industrial marketing agency, Gorilla76. This episode is brought to you by Alpha Software Corporation. Alpha Software helps manufacturers digitize paper forms, making data collection fast and easy with built-in analytics dashboards. Get a free trial at alphasoftware.com ME. What does the word quality mean to you? Is it a subjective term, or does it mean compliance with some very specific standards? My guest today is an expert in quality management systems, and he'll talk about what this means inside of a manufacturer's operations. Specifically, as our world moves further from analog and more toward digital, he'll give you a glimpse into where we're headed on the quality management front. Let me introduce him. Andrew Steele has worked in a variety of engineering roles in defense, electric vehicles, and industrial automation. After starting on the manufacturing floor and years of auditing, he began seeing common issues between small manufacturers, which led to the founding of Factory QA. Andrew is married with two young children, two and four. They enjoy traveling, camping, and biking. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You bet. And it's always, uh, it's always nice for me to have a Milwaukee guy on the show because I'm a born and raised Milwaukee guy. I've spent my adult life in St. Louis, but um, I'm, I'm getting ready to head up there just next week and going up to Door County for anybody listening who knows that region. It's about my favorite place on earth. So anyway, little tangent there, but <laughs> good to have a, a Wisconsin native. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Andrew, um, we're going to be talking about quality management today, which is your world. And, you know, lots of manufacturers like to say, you know, we have the highest quality product and they use that as a differentiator. And for many of them, it's true. And for others, they're kind of probably BS in their way through it, frankly, but, um, you know, everybody says it or wants to believe it from your perspective as a quality management guy, what is that word quality really mean in a manufacturing setting? Yeah, definitely. Um, quality definitely does become a buzzword. You know, every, every manufacturer likes to say, this is our, our differentiator. And, you know, that, that's often true, often, often not true, a bit of a mix there. And, you know, it can be hard to define for a lot of people even. Some people don't really know if they are providing a quality product or not. Um, the average person, you kind of know it when you see it, but not easy to, to define really. But the kind of at the basic level, quality is the conformance to specifications, kind of the probably the highest level definition. 
Um, so for a manufacturer, if a customer gives you a print and have a lot of requirements on there, you know, what material to use, um, what dimension everything should be. And, you know, if you create a part that matches that print, generally that's defined as a, a good quality print. Um, you know, however, I think quality really goes a little bit deeper than just making a part that meets uh, a print. I think quality for manufacturers is something that should really be built into your culture. It should be more than just a, a quality policy kind of posted to your the wall on your manufacturing floor that, that people walk by and don't really ever read. Maybe they can recite it. Um, but it's, it's more than that. You know, it's more than just a bunch of policies and procedures. It's, it's really about your people and, um, you know, how you, you engage and build trust in your employees and, um, you know, how they get engaged with quality is, is, is really a key to how well you will perform. Um, it's, it's often easier said than done, but it's things like in, engaging your employees and, and getting feedback from them on what maybe works or what doesn't work. Um, your operators on the floor are the ones doing the work every day, and they're going to know what's, what's working and, and what isn't working. But if you're never asking them, hey, what can we do better? Um, you're probably missing out on some key continuous improvement activities. Um, you know, a lot of times the engineers, you know, quality engineers, manufacturing engineers, they're, they're driving all these activities. Um, but if you're missing out on your, your operator feedback, um, you're, you're missing out on some, some key quality uh, um, details there. So engaging your employees, um, collaborating between your operators, engineers, management, um, just having good communication between everyone. Um, you know, all these things kind of contribute to a good quality culture. And if your employees are kind of empowered, engaged, and supported, um, you're going to see your, your quality performance increase. Um, now, of course, you know, having all your, your, your procedures and policies and processes is, is good too, but um, quality is really going to be driven by your people at the end of the day. Let's talk a little bit about the certification side of quality. Um, I'm, I'm sure most, if not all of our listeners know something about ISO certification. Probably many of them are certified in some capacity, um, but probably some you know, may not really realize how powerful it can be for their business. I know this is something you guys deal with in your world um, to some extent. Can you tell us a little bit about ISO certification and um, maybe some core benefits? Yeah, so most people, as you say, are, are probably familiar with, with ISO. You know, ISO 9001 is really the, the high level, the international standard for quality management. Um, companies will get ISO certified to you know, really demonstrate their abilities um, and their ability that they can consistently provide um, products and services that meet what customers' um, requirements are. And, you know, for a lot of customers, it's, it's really the basic minimum requirements for when they're looking to, you know, find a supplier to make some parts from them. Bigger companies will have a, a whole list of, of things they look for when they're, they're going out and sourcing a part. ISO is it's almost always going to be at the, the top of their list for things they're looking for. It's a, an easy checkbox to know if this, this company is has a, a good QMS, good quality system in place, or not having ISO doesn't necessarily mean you have a bad quality system in place, but 
the ISO is kind of that, that extra verification and certificate that you can hang on your wall that kind of shows everyone we, we have this, we have a good QMS, had, you know, ISO come through and, and tell us that. So it's a, an easy way for, for companies to know, um, you know if you have a, a good quality system in place. And so to, so to go through that process, it's, you know, really based on your, your quality management system. Obviously, it's the, the standard for, for quality. So in the ISO um, certification process, you will go through and create a, a QMS that meets all of the requirements of 9001. Not necessarily everything will apply to every manufacturer. So, you know, you'll kind of have to determine which sections apply to you. Um, but it's really about first documenting your, your QMS, QMS out. This will be through your, you know, the documents, the forms, procedures, policies. But then it's going through and you know, actually implementing and using those is kind of the, the, the key part of, of ISO and, you know, making sure your, your employees are trained, that they know how to, how to use everything in your QMS. And, you know, after you've, you've kind of gone through and uh, created all your documents and implemented and trained everyone, then you'll have a, an auditor come through who will kind of verify all of these things and, there, there's often findings in, in most audits, but they'll, they'll let you make some corrections. Um, but for that process, then you'll be, be certified. And you know, again, that kind of lets people, all, all these companies know that you have a, a good QMS in place and you'll likely be a, a good supplier for them. You know, obviously when, when you're not ISO certified, you know, you may miss out on being on some approved manufacturers lists or things like that. Are there other you know, other maybe less obvious things that you, you may, may be missing out on by not being ISO certified? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's the big thing for, for a lot of manufacturers is you're, you're missing out on, you know, sales and, and revenue opportunities. Um, you know, you, you can't even get your foot in the door with, with a lot of these companies. So when I pull different manufacturing groups online, you know, that's, that's definitely the, the biggest thing I hear is we're kind of doing this for sales opportunities. And, you know, that makes sense. You're a business owner, you, you want, you know, hopefully want sales opportunities. Um, but, you know, there are other things you miss out on by being certified. And, you know, really going through the certification kind of drives you to create really a, a good quality management system. And it's maybe more things you lose by not having a good QMS in place rather than not being ISO certified. Because um, once you implement a QMS, it's um, really, I think that the next biggest thing between sales is, you know, it, it improves your operations. So if you have a poor QMS in place, you're probably increasing or exposing yourself to a higher risk of poor cost of quality events. Um, things like making bad parts and then having to rework them or making bad parts and then having to scrap them, which is even worse, or possibly the worst, I guess, would be making bad parts and then sending them to your customer and then them finding them and, and having to return those. Yeah, I guess that's, that's probably the worst thing that can happen. And so, you know, things like that can lead to dissatisfied customers, you know, potentially even lose customers. 
And, you know, manufacturing is, is a very close-knit community. If, you, if you're hearing about this one manufacturer who is not producing good parts, probably not going to recommend them or refer them to, you know, other companies around who might be looking for their type of services. So the dissatisfaction can lead to kind of a, a, a poor reputation, you know, lack of credibility, which will, you know, kind of compound over time. So I'd say your cost of, of poor quality is, is a big thing, um, but then also having dissatisfied customers is, you know, kind of a, another one as well. Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Still using paper forms for inspections? Alpha Software Corporation helps manufacturers turn paper forms into powerful mobile apps. You'll create more accurate and thorough manufacturing data. And built-in dashboards will help your managers pinpoint quality and supplier issues faster. You don't need to have any development skills to build apps with Alpha Software. They offer app templates that make it easy. Get a free trial at alphasoftware.com slash M-E. Andrew, I've heard you say that so many companies are still operating in a very analog way or manual way when it comes to quality management. Are there examples of, um, you can give us some of the things you see going on along these lines inside of manufacturing operations? Yeah, sure. A lot of manufacturers are still heavily reliant on pencil and paper and Excel. You walk through a manufacturing line, um, you, you still see tons of, tons of paper out there in a lot of facilities. Your travelers, your inspection sheets, work instructions, non-conformances, you know, just about everything can still be done on, on pencil and paper and still is in a lot of operations. You know, this can create some, some inefficiencies. Um, for a lot of manufacturers, it's kind of just the, the way it's always been done. And, you know, change can, can be hard. There, there might not be any, any interest in changing there. Um, but you do miss out on things when everything is still kind of uh, on the, the analog pencil and paper type forms. When you're doing it this way, everything then is stored in, in filing cabinets or folders. You know, it's in different people's desks. It's decentralized and you, you lack some some visibility into your quality systems. If your quality manager is on vacation, you might not be able to find some things you're looking for. Or if your technician takes a long, a long, long weekend, you know, maybe there's uh, some things that, that they have that you can't find. So, you know, it's, it's these paper forms that are kind of spread out all of your facility that aren't necessarily easy to find. This can also complicate your audits when you're doing your ISO audits. Because um, when ISO, when your registrar comes in to audit you, they're, they're really looking at all of your documents that you have and then comparing them to what is going on. And, you know, a lot of times this audits are already, you know, can be stressful enough. And when you can't find the documents and forms that you need, you know, kind of only compounds on the, the stress of your day when, when you're being audited. So, it doesn't really give you a, a good overview of how things are going when everything's on paper. And in addition to that, you're also going to be wasting probably a lot of time with systems like this. Not only time in, in finding the documents that you need, 
but you know everything's going to be very manual in systems like this. So your your data collection is all going to be by hand, and then you're probably going to have a an analyst or an engineer copy everything that was on paper and put it into Excel, and then you're going to have someone else who you know takes all this data and manipulates a little bit and creates some some analytics and someone else is probably going to put that into a report that they use to share with management. So there's a lot of, you know, manual data work that goes on in systems like this. And due to the time that it takes to do a lot of these tasks, um, you know, a lot of times it just doesn't get done, which then exposes you to different risks of, you know, not having a good insight into your operations. So, you know, a lot of things are very data driven these days. And, um, you know, your, your manufacturing floor spits out, you know, a lot of good data, but if you're not using it to drive things like continuous improvement, um, you know, you're wasting opportunities. So things, that lack of, of digitization really kind of exposes you to some, some risks and, and disadvantages. Whereas if you were to kind of automate and, and digitize all those processes, you can better centralize your QMS to make it easier to find what you need. You can start automating some of those tedious back office type tasks like data analytics, um, alerting you to, to different things that need your attention. And but it just gives you a better picture of your operations in real time. So it's not just when, whenever someone has a chance to go through and collect this data and analyze it, you can, you can see things in real time, which can help you make decisions um, a lot faster and helps your team focused on the things that are most important. So Andrew, you are the founder of Factory QA. Um, obviously, everything you've been talking about here today has led you to realize there's a hole in this space that had to be filled. And uh, I wanted to just open it up to you to talk a little bit about how a software like Factory QA fits into the, the picture here. What does your software do and how does it address some of the, the issues we're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So in the future, everything in the factory is going to be connected, not just your quality management, all, all of your machines, all of your processes, everything's going to be spitting out data that you, you will have access to in real time. And what factory QA does is kind of starts connecting a lot of that data for your quality management system. Um, so Factory QA is a, essentially a cloud-based QMS software that, you know, we, we help manufacturers centralize their quality systems. So that these are things like your, all of your documents that you have to be ISO compliant. And then we also automate a lot of those um, quality tasks that your team might spend a, a good amount of time on. And, you know, we've designed it to be kind of a, a holistic QMS. Um, and, you know, a lot of ERPs have quality modules built into them. So some of them are, some of them are pretty good. Some of them might be lacking a little bit. We kind of try and ex expand on, um, you know, the basic quality modules that exist. So we, we started off with um, the non-conformance tracking. So this is recording all of your, your defects in one spot. 
And you know, with our system, as soon as a defect is, is recorded out on the line, it's immediately sent out to everyone who, who needs to know. So your, your quality engineers, uh, manufacturing engineers can see as soon as a, an operator enters some kind of, of defect. They can then go out and uh, work on their, their corrective and preventative actions and then link everything that they did to those nonconformances. Um, and then we spit out data on all of those where we will then analyze um, in real time all of your nonconformances and identify where your continuous improvement activities are. So instead of having to do all that manual data collection and analytics and reporting, um, Factory QA does that for you in real time. And this can really help management um, you know, drive continuous improvement and kind of uh, reduce some of the bottlenecks that, that might be occurring in your factories. And so this is nonconformances are kind of a, a core feature of most ERPs. You know, in a QMS, this is what they, they kind of focus on. Um, we have added in um, more modules that, that kind of uh, complement um, quality and are, are used by um, quality groups. So document control is, is another key one where um, you can enter and, and classify all of your, your documents that you need. And one of the requirements of ISO is that you know, all of your documents have to be um, stored, in, stored in the right place and approved by the by the right people so we have you know a, a document approval process that when you enter a document it sends it out to the approvers who need to review it and um, monitors that through the whole process rather than someone just emailing documents back and forth for for signatures we also have um, you know, calibration records built in which is a and often a, a non-conformance in, in your audits. You, you know, a lot of manufacturers have calibrated assets on their floor for you know, measuring um, different parts that they have. And it's important to keep those up to date. But again, it often relies on someone you know, monitoring those records to, to make sure you've you sent your tools out for, for calibration when needed. Um, but we have automated alerts set up in there. So when, when your tools need to be calibrated, um, we'll automatically tell you when to you know, either calibrate those yourself or, or send them out. And then the, the last couple of things we have right now are inspection sheets, um, which we have a kind of a inspection sheet form builder where you can digitize all of your inspection sheets. We then give you analytics on that that you, you might be missing right now. And this is where we're starting to get into some predictive analytics where with your inspection sheets, um, you know, often you have, you know, a, a lower spec limit and an upper spec limit of something you're measuring. We'll, we'll take all of your measurements, compare it to those spec limits, and we will be able to tell you when something is starting to trend towards a nonconformance, which will allow you to prevent issues from even occurring in the first place. Um, which is a you know kind of a a, a neat um, new feature that um, I, I don't see a lot of out there. You know, kind of a, very similar to like a an SBC um, analysis, but kind of built into our our software. 
And then finally, we have work instructions built into this where um, you'll be able to digitize your work instructions and not only just add pictures to show your operators what to do, but you can add videos in as well, which is a it can be can be very helpful in, in showing your your employees how to do something. And another key benefit to having everything on a cloud platform is you don't have to worry about revision control. So, you know, in the past when you might have work instructions on paper, when you make any changes that you have to make sure that you collect everything that is out on your floor to make sure your, your team isn't using, you know, old, old instructions. But when you have everything digitized with a click of a few buttons, you can push all those changes and, you know, really ensure that um, no old revisions are, are remaining on your floor. So really the, our, our goal has been to make quality simpler for manufacturers, um, you know, make it simpler for your employees and enable them to, to focus on what they do best. All these time-consuming things aren't always the most fulfilling parts of their job and get in the way of some, some of the more important and critical things that they need to be working on. So you know, we try and, and take away all those, those time-consuming back office type tasks from them um, to, to make their jobs a little e easier and you know, really overall improve your, your quality management system. So that's you know, really the, the key of, of what factory QA is. And um, in addition, we've started offering some certification workshops um, where manufacturers can attend these workshops. Uh, we set up our, your, your QMS for you if you don't already have one, and then walk you through the implementation and training of your team to prepare you for the audits and then um, kind of walk you through the, the audit process as well. So that's kind of a, a newer thing we've been adding in and um, seen some people uh, interested and excited about that. Very cool. Sounds like you guys are doing some great stuff, Andrew. Yeah. Was there, is there anything else you would like to add to this conversation that I didn't ask you about? Um, you know, I think, you know, really the only other thing maybe I'd add is, you know, we've been seeing a lot more reshoring and, and nearshoring activities going on, um, you know, which is great. And you know, as those occur, quality is going to be a deciding factor in the success and the long-term success and, and a lot of those initiatives. If, you know, parts are, are poor quality and you know high costs it's not going to lead to to a long-term um, success of those initiatives so having a, a good qms in place um, with these activities will help increase your productivity and you also keep your your cost of poor quality low um, which is going to be critical for a lot of these you know you don't want to be bringing manufacturing back and then increasing your your quality costs or scrapping a lot of parts, you know, that, that cost will not, uh, you know, inhibit the, the success of those. Um, so, you know, I think that's important. And I, I hope a lot of the companies that, that are doing these um, have some good QMSs in place to, to manage some of those. Um, but other than that, um, thank you for having me on your show. And I, I hope this was a, 
a valuable discussion for your audience. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really important topic. And yeah, you're right with the trend with reshoring and so much more manufacturing potentially coming back here. This, this um, only becomes that much more important. So, well, Andrew, can you, can you tell our audience where they can go to learn more about Factory QA and also to connect with you? Yeah, sure. Um, if you want to learn more, you can go to factoryqa.com. Um, if you'd like to connect with me directly, um, you know, there's uh, some contact forms on there. Um, and, you know, factoryqa.com is where you can go. Beautiful. Well, Andrew, thanks for doing this today. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. As for the rest of you, I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Manufacturing Executive. Before we go, I want to say a quick thank you to our sponsor, Alpha Software Corporation. Alpha Software helps manufacturers digitize paper forms, making data collection fast and easy with built-in analytics dashboards. Get a free trial at alphasoftware.com ME. You've been listening to the Manufacturing Executive Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to learn more about industrial marketing and sales strategy, you'll find an ever-expanding collection of articles, videos, guides, and tools specifically for B2B manufacturers at gorilla76.com learn. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.